Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. From India, this is Sangeeta and my co-host today is Meher. I am from Dubai and I am 12 years old. Every weekday we discuss one interesting news story, be it in science or politics or business or sports. I love listening to stories. especially ones that are about events happening around us i also love to do my own additional research about these stories once i hear them in today's episode we look at how different countries elect their leaders but before we get there meher i've got a small riddle for you what's common between the words omelet cafe and salad omelet cafe and salad oh are these all french words that have been tra- that have been used in the english language speaking of the french meher i know you introduced yourself as someone who loves to listen to stories but by any chance have you read a new story about how the french recently elected their own leader Um I can't quite remember but I think a few weeks ago I might have read an article about a man named Emmanuel Macron who won the elections. I believe French elections are conducted in two different rounds but I don't know much more about it. Awesome. Uh the French do conduct their elections in two rounds which is a little unusual right for most of us we used to our uh prime ministers and presidents being elected in one go but the french and a few other countries do it a little differently what they do is they first make a big list of candidates who decide hey look i'd love to become the leader of my country but to qualify for the first round of elections they'd have to get signatures from at least 500 elected officials in france So these could be mayors or council heads. Do you have any idea how many people started off in the very first round of this race? I'm not sure, but I'm guessing there'd be at least a dozen people who try, and then in the second round, there's only two people, which is kind of like the final round. Yeah, it sounds pretty much like the Olympics, right? Where a lot of people. participate in the early rounds and the super fit are the ones who finally make it to the last round of the um, you know the olympic competition in france as long as anyone is 18 years of age and they don't have a criminal record they can wake up one fine day and say hey look you know what i'd like to be the leader of my country how cool do you think that is uh where any person can just decide to go out and contest an election to become a leader that's really cool it means you if you have great ideas you can take charge of your country and maybe change parts of the world and do you think 18 years is good enough you know in countries like the united states they think someone should be at least 35 years old do you really think someone older will do a better job um i think 18 years is a little bit younger because you do still need some experience and leading a country is a very hard thing you need to consider many perspectives and so as long as you have proper guidance and you're willing to take the pressure 18 years should be enough 
wow that's a very very convincing answer from a 12 year old okay so now meher imagine someone they want to become the leader of a country how would you think they would go around convincing others that you know what you guys should vote for me and make me the next president yes the person who wants to be a leader should have statistics about what people want and need for example if there's lots of people living in poverty then they should know the exact number of people maybe the causes of why they're in poverty and maybe they should try to help those people to win over their hearts so those people would vote for them okay so meher would like to begin with making a list of items that they want to tell others about what they will uh, do in order to make a difference but how will they go about communicating what he or she has in mind i'm not sure but i think they need support from a really big company or from some really important people who everybody know who everybody knows for example lots of companies make ads with famous people in them so that when certain the public sees those ads they think about the famous person who's supporting that company so if an unknown person wants to become the president you're saying you would go and ask someone else who's famous to come and speak about what they would do yeah or support them cool but do you think some very rich man or a woman who's maybe a famous sports star or a film celebrity do you think they would just be willing to come and support anybody who wants to become the next leader would they want something else in return for it um i don't think they do it just like that free of cost hmm. maybe they'd like a commission or something yeah that is so right you know what a lot of people who want to become leaders in many countries end up having to advertise or campaign and spend a lot of money to get their message across so you know what in some countries like france what they do is they have an upper limit on how much a person can spend in the first round each candidate can only spend somewhere around 17 million euros but in countries like the us candidates can go on spending as much as they want and advertise a lot to convince other people that they are the best suited to lead their country what do you think is a better way i think it's important to keep a limit on how much a person is allowed to spend because if like in the us they don't have a limit they might just go overboard and that might not entirely be helpful whereas in france it would be a little bit more fair for all the candidates since they all have a set limit that they can spend so they all are somewhat equal true by setting a limit on the amount someone can spend automatically it means someone who is super rich doesn't get an unfair advantage meher i'm not sure if you may have read this when you followed the french elections the the people who started to campaign they started it only about 2 weeks before the election whereas there are countries uh, like the us where they start campaigning almost one and a half years before the election 
in Canada, they limit it to, I think, about um, 10 to 12 weeks, uh, practically. And uh, in, I think, Japan, it's very strict. They only have 12 days to campaign. Do you think there is any benefit to restricting the campaign period for a leader? I think there is. I think it's unfair to have a lot of time to campaign because it might mean that you spend that you spend more money campaigning or advertising yourself. That is so true. It's it's a great way to ensure that no one has an unfair advantage uh, from a money perspective to restrict the campaign period. So Meher, before we move on to the next part, I've got a tiny little trivia. Do you by any chance remember the day on which the French voted? I'm guessing it would be a Saturday. Right? Most of us would think that most countries would conduct their elections on a Sunday. Right? But in America, people vote on Tuesdays. And the interesting reason why they do it on Tuesdays is because in the 19th century, uh, most of the American public were then farmers. When they would have to travel and uh, to the polling booth and vote, they needed to have enough time to come back before their farmer's markets, which used to be held every Wednesday. So that's why in America, to this day, they hold elections on Tuesdays. What do you think of that? It's really interesting. And do you think they should change since times have changed? The reason why they do it on Tuesdays is really interesting and it's something that is unique to America. So I think they should keep it that way because it's somewhat like a historic symbol. Ah, interesting. Ancient Greece is where democracy began. Meher, what is your understanding of the word democracy? I think a democracy is where everybody has a chance to be the leader and has a chance to vote for their leader. Ancient Greece is where uh, democracy began in the 5th century BC. All citizens in those days had to take an active role in the government. So every year, 500 people were selected from all the citizens and they all had to be a part of the government. So imagine your father is one of them selected or your mother is one of them selected. They'll have to leave their respective jobs for that one year and go and be a part of the government. And they would be the ones setting the new rules for the government. If they did not, they would be fined. They may even be marked with a red paint. I, I don't know where, if it's on the face or their arm or somewhere. So that everybody in the society would know, you know what, look, this person's refused to go and do his job in this democracy. And every new law before it was passed, every single person living in the country would have a right to vote on that law. What do you think? Do you think this kind of a system would make sense today? No, I don't think so. Because no matter how you contribute to the government or to the democracy, you are somewhat contributing to the country's economy. So, number one, you don't always need to vote for every single change that happens. And also some people may not be educated as to what this law would mean or what or like the consequences of that law 
also people might be really busy and to always have to do something for the government isn't really possible so meher in france people elect their president directly but they do it like we discussed in two rounds in the first round there are about 10 to 12 potential candidates and uh, everybody goes to the election booth on a certain sunday and they all choose which of these 10 or 12 they like the most and of this 10 or 12 if any one candidate gets uh, more than 50% of the votes from the entire country that person automatically becomes the president if not the top two candidates go to the next round whereas in countries like the uk or india or even the united states they don't directly vote for the leader of the country so in india and uk what we simply do is we choose a political party and um, once whichever party gets the maximum number of votes then they become the uh, ruling party and the leader of that ruling party becomes the country's leader what do you like better the french choosing the president or other countries choosing representatives who choose the leader so first i have a question in like you said in india we vote for the party we like so is it possible that a party has two possible candidates to become the prime minister yes so we don't know exactly who is likely to be the prime ministerial candidate every time in that case i think the french system is really good where the french are allowed to choose their leader this means that the that the people in the country have a fair say in the in who becomes their leader whereas in india if the citizens themselves aren't sure who they're voting for it is a little bit of a mess because you might vote for a party and then later find out that you don't like the person who the party is chosen okay and we come to the last part and i have an interesting question for you in france they permit uh, leaders to only serve as their presidents for a maximum of two terms the same is true in the united states in india we have no such restrictions which of these do you like what happens if someone is allowed to be the leader of a country for life well it's mostly advantages for that person but for the country i think the country might eventually becomes a little bit like a dictatorship where it's only that person and the country isn't really choosing or interacting with what's happening around them thank you meher that was uh, absolutely lovely talking to you about elections but i've got a very interesting trivia you know what humans are not the only ones to hold elections even animals we, people have seen that they hold elections have you seen that somewhere uh, yeah i think i've seen deers the strongest two deers in a herd would fight and whoever wins the fight is normally the leader and i think i've seen it with gorillas as well 
more the bigger or the stronger more powerful gorilla eventually becomes the leader or the chief yes that is quite true red deer i'm told when they're all grazing in a field if more than 60% of a herd of red deer stands up from a field then the entire herd gets the message that now it's time for us to move elsewhere and graze so that's how they vote on common decisions like finding their food this time let's see how well you listen question 1 How many people can contest in the first round of the French elections? There really is no limit. Any person who gets the signatures of more than 500 mayors or councilmen can contest. In reality, only 10 to 12 of them contest in the first round. Question 2 Back in the day in Greece what would happen if you did not participate in the parliament when chosen to do so you would be fined and sometimes you could get a red paint mark somewhere on your body to show others what would happen if you didn't in question 3 Imagine you'd already served as the president of France for two terms and you wanted to contest again. Can you do that really? No, no more contesting in politics for you. Please find something else to do with your time. That's it from us today. We'll be back tomorrow with yet another new story. If you've been enjoying listening to our podcasts, please share them with your friends and family or post it on Instagram or Twitter. Each time you share these links along with a message on why you love our podcasts, it's a huge gift to us. Please share widely and help us grow. Also in case you are under 18 years of age and would like to co-host this show with me please write to us at hello@wsnt.in at Thank you for listening